Hi, this is Chris Beyer. And Jim Martin. And you're listening to one of the first 10 episodes of the new Bait and Switch podcast. In the podcast, we interview newsmakers, innovators, pundits, and celebrities someday. But for now, we'll mainly be talking to our friends. You have been afforded this opportunity to get involved with a podcast at the ground level. This must be very exciting for you. A new episode will be released on the 1st, 11th, 21st, and 31st of the month. Also, we want to apologize in advance for that part you thought wasn't funny. Let me assure you that there was a part we cut out that was even more inappropriate. Way worse, way worse. So you're welcome. We understand that in today's entertainment landscape, you have many choices. We also understand that up until now, many of the choices you have made have been foolish. I'd even call them stupid. Well, hey, that's water under the bridge. Things are looking up for you because now we bring you the soon-to-be-acclaimed Bait-and-Switch Podcast. Hola, bienvenidos to the Bait-and-Switch Podcast from the creative team of myself, Chris Beyer, and my good friend, Jim Martin. Won't you join us now as we attempt our hand at making fools of ourselves? At some point, we're going to look back and we're going to feel we're idiots. Uh, you especially. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After giving this a listen, I think you'll agree we've accomplished this and much more. Welcome to the first Bait and Switch podcast. I am your co-host, Chris Beyer. I want to get right into things here and talk about monetization. A lot of podcasts want to get a few podcasts under their belt before they start talking about sponsorships. Not here at the Bait and Switch podcast. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast by Lance Armstrong the other day, uh, that Lance Armstrong. His podcast is called The Forward Podcast, and he's, he's not bad. He's not as good as I am. Lance was saying in one of his episodes that he has yet to start looking for sponsors because he feels that there's a sacred trust between him and his listeners. And he's waiting for the perfect time and the perfect sponsor to get started with monetizing his podcast. There is no sacred trust here at the Bait and Switch podcast. You have to earn our trust. As our (laughs) listeners, I look forward to having you prove your worthiness to us. So as kind of a test run, I'm going to let you listen to what our podcast might sound like in the near future. For example, our podcast might sound start like this. Blue Apron. You can cook incredible meals from scratch. We give you perfectly proportioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes. Blue Apron's integrated model means better ingredients, better pricing for a better planet. Get cooking with Blue Apron. Wow, that really sounds delicious. They could totally (laughs) advertise with us. Now I'm going to give Jim, my co-host, the next copy. This is a potential future sponsor here. Okay, Squarespace. Most people don't think they can make their own websites. Yes, they can. Squarespace allows you to try it out for free because they're so confident that you will be able to make your own quality website. If you can add a photo to an email, you can make a website at Squarespace. Squarespace Squarespace.com. I think Jim might be reading the copy next time. I'm going to do the next one, the last (laughs) one. This one is from LegalZoom. LegalZoom allows you to do a tremendous amount of legal needs online. LegalZoom has been helping business owners for 15 years. LegalZoom is not a law firm. With LegalZoom, there are no surprises and no uppricing. LegalZoom.com. 
Wow, that sounds like a great service. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> really, I, tell I, mean, you. I think I would be able to shill for them. If only you had an opportunity. Yeah. And, when, and this podcast takes off, it's be like buying Apple stock back in the early 80s. Exactly. Right. It's, it's going to be these ads now right. will get so much more potential benefit sure. and, and exposure. Yes. Sure. Can you imagine having the ad, one of the three ads on the very first baby yes, I think I, I, I need this. So our guest here today is Dave Bull. He's a chiropractor. And he's the owner and lead athletic performance director at Apex Athletic Performance and Rehabilitation. That's in Batavia, Wisconsin. That's kind of up by Plymouth. What would you say, Dave? Plymouth-ish, Random Lake-ish, West Bend North-ish. Sounds, <laughs> sounds centrally located. <laughs> Have you considered doing an ad on this podcast? Uh Yes. Now, you're hearing the, the spokesman? Yes, sir. Yeah, how can you pass that? Right. We'll I mean... get into ad sales here soon. All right. And he's also been a team doctor and a team director at a motorcycle racing team. Team director, what would you call it? Operations manager. All right. One last thing about the sponsorship thing, because, again, we want some money in our pockets here uh, because this stuff isn't free here at uh, the Bait and Switch Studios. I looked into a couple of other sponsors. I'm, I'm going to pass these by these guys to see if they think I'm going the right direction. I thought about looking into Apple, Apple Computer. I talked to somebody at the Apple Store. I think his name was Jerry. I think he's a stockroom guy, but I think it's a good. <laughs> I think it's a good lead. You got it in. Before I get into some of the other sponsors, I want to talk about my method of dealing with these sponsors. Should I be looking to open a direct line of communication, or should I be using back channels? Back I think channel. it's back channels. I th- back channels. You know, not only that, I think that's your best chance for ambiguity, and it might sound. Really great by the time it gets up to where it needs to get up to. All right. I think we're going to go back channels. We're going to go back channels. Open line. They, they see it coming. They do. I'm pretty good at this. I mean, I got to that stockroom guy pretty quick. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. He's right. 19. But I up think he, he's, he's Exactly. I think he's got the ear of the manager there. Sure. And this guy at this mall probably <laughs> knows somebody at the corporate, right? Well, or he may know somebody who knows somebody. Yeah. Who knows somebody. Oh, who yeah. Who might know Somebody. Yeah. So I, I think Apple is one that I've been looking at. That's a, that's a good call. Another one that's a little out of the box, OPEC. 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 Okay. You don't hear much from them anymore. No. Sure. The, uh, <laughs> well, that's why we're bringing it back. They yes. need yeah. more yeah. exposure. They need, they need yes. more, more yeah. I'm assuming our listeners use petroleum. <laughs> I Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. 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 That's the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries is what that is. Okay. They got a black guy back in the 70s. You know, with the whole embargo yeah. or what's that? Was, the, was it the embargo there, or? There were things going on. Uh, right, another right. one I thought about is Kmart. Kmart. Sure. Hip. They need help. K- Kmart needs a lot of help. Now, when I went to the store uh, in the neighborhood, it had closed. <laughs> that's well, a problem. That's, that's well, a problem. But, but, you know, you might have been just, just days away yes, from saving yes. them. I mean, we yes. don't know. We don't know. And all the other stores in there have closed as well. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's just, it's, just, it's a minor stumbling block. I was thinking about Sears as a as Sears, a plan. another there backup you plan. That's you there know you they go. had the catalog going. Sure, the catalog at Sears. You call, you order. It's on your doorstep in like two months. <laughs> that's you know that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's hard to, hard to beat that. You think. Yeah, you right. would think. Yeah, and Am- one Amazon's more one more uh, out of the box one. I was thinking about the Sultan of Brunei. <laughs> I was thinking about calling him. Well, uh, is is he the guy who sends the emails out? The salt, no, that's the Nigerian guy. Oh, okay. The Nigerian guy. But the salt in the Brunei. I know that guy's got money. Yeah, the salt in the Brunei, he's, I don't know, where does he get his money? Probably OPEC. That might be a a conflict. Could be old money, too. Yeah, but where's the old money come from? Older money? 
Older money, yeah. Probably, yeah, right, right, right. Probably something to do with the pyramids. What product, you know? What products are you getting from Brunei right now? The guy's I mean, got a lot of money. Where's it coming from? It's well, he's got his sources. He's probably got his, his back channels. Did you see that? My guess, right? Back channels. <laughs> back channels. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, I'm going to move on to my next segment. Now we're out of sponsorship. We will revisit that at some point in the near future because, again, this is about the money. So anybody that, out there looking to, you know, uh, you know get a good plug? But, uh, what movie is that? It's about the money. What is that? Show me the money. It's uh, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Okay. All right. So our next segment I want to talk about is... I I, I do like it's all about the money, though. I think that that should be... It's all about... It's all about... It's it's a slight twist. It's all about the money. It's a clever twist. It's a slight twist. In the next segment, I want to discuss current events a little bit. Okay. When I'm listening to a podcast, I choose it based upon the topic or based upon who's running the podcast or who the guest might be. Sure. And so a lot of times when I'm listening... I kind of listen for what topics they're talking about and see if I can figure out when it was recorded. And so I wanted to uh, discuss a few events to kind of help our listeners place this podcast in a timeline. First off, of course, I want to talk about real estate mogul Donald Trump. And the results are in from last night. Yep, they're in. It's official. A lot of people doubted that he had a chance, but uh, he is the king of TV. The Apprentice, <laughs> the Apprentice is number one, number one, the number one in the rankings. A really? lot of people didn't think he'd do it. I didn't think that. I didn't, you know, I, I thought he'd be a two, three, you know, kind of hovering around there and just yep. kind of. Now off the air, we talked at length, all of us, and I, I believe that with this victory in television. It's going to spur him. He's going to want more. I think there's a good chance he's going to go into politics. Now, both of you strongly disagree in a way that I found hurtful and personal. Tell me, why do you think he's not going to run for something like president? No, I, I'm sure he's not going to go into politics. I mean, he's got he's got a lot of women around him. Yes. Uh, you know, he's got a lot of good things going for yes. him. Why would you jump into the quagmire of politics? It's a swamp. That's really? a swamp. Yes. <laughs> why would you get in there? Yes, you're right. He maybe wants to clean the swamp. No, he's not. He might have somebody clean the swamp he for is part him, of but the he's swamp, not a swamp cleaner. No. All right, well, let's move on. Uh, next one I want to talk about, World Series champions, the Chicago Cubs. Yep. Last night, they defeated the Providence Gray Stockings. <laughs> now, I think this is a blip. I think it's, that the Cubs organization cannot get it together for next year, No. Uh, much less the next true. decade. Uh, heck, I'll even go so far as I don't think they're going to win for a hundred years. Oh, come now, on. again, off the air, both of you ganged up on me ridiculous. in a at times ugly, spite-filled rage, and both of you seem to feel the Cubs are going to be the team of the century. I, no, I disagree. I, Jim, what makes you so damn certain? that the Cubs are going to be the team of the 20th century. Well, it's shoelaces, Samson. I mean, he had a <laughs> heck of a game, or a heck of a series, really. Yes, I mean, you know, I, and he's coming back. They, they, I mean, the, the nucleus of that team. What about the, Philadelphia, what about the Philadelphia Quakers? They, they got trouble getting to the game. It takes them a couple days to get to the games. <laughs> Sometimes they, have, they got a lot of Away games are there. a bitch. Away games are a real problem for <laughs> yeah. them. I just think the nucleus is there, and I think it's going to be there for years to come. Strong, strong. All uh, right. I don't see it. One last topic I want to go through. We're going to be interviewing our guest here, Dave, in just a minute, but I want to talk about firsts. This is the first podcast. You guys have probably seen, like, The Tonight Show, where they've got, like, a young an actress on or an actor, and they'll bring up the little TV screen. They'll show them doing... A television ad from 10, 15, 20 years ago. Sure. And it embarrasses him. He wasn't a good actor back then, and he looks different. And 
And he's all embarrassed and kind of all shucks about how he was a newbie, right? Sure. And that's kind of where we are right now. At some point, we're going to look back and we're going to feel we're idiots. Uh, you especially. Yeah, right. <laughs> you especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our guest, Which I... Which is really nothing new. Yeah, uh, true. You know, so. Sure, our guest, I don't yeah. have high hopes for either. No, it's not, I, I it's not looking, no. It's not looking good. No. It's not looking good. Well, maybe I'm jinxing it by saying he is sitting next to me, so maybe I should ixnay on that type of talk. Uh, you're going to do a good job, Dave. But anyway, <laughs> I, I started thinking, you know, what about surgeons? What about surgeons? Do they look back on their first oh. year and say, wow, I screwed up that brain tumor. Woo, that was a mistake. Right. Do you think right. that you know, that's, that's a valid question. Yeah. Uh, that's a point I've never thought of. How would you like to be that patient, right. that you're the punchline? And some story he tells 20 years later. <laughs> he doesn't even know it. <laughs> so let's talk about embarrassing first. Sure. And okay. I will say my first concert I ever saw, Air Supply. Nice. <laughs> right. Honest to God. Right. Air Supply. Wow. I hope it was a date. <laughs> was it a date? It was not a date. It was guys, it was guys going to Air Supply. Uh, I, I, uh, uh, you two and my wife. The only and our know. listeners know. <laughs> our other people I know that little bit of information. Well done. All right. <laughs> to say this, it wasn't just guys going to a an air supply concert. It was guys going to rock out, rock rock out. to an air supply we concert. We rocked yeah. that concert. Right. Did you enjoy it? <sighs> <laughs> if, if you couldn't hear that, that was all the air escaping out of my body right then and there. <laughs> I don't know. What was your first concert, Jim? My first concert? I, you know, I, I don't remember my first first concert I, it, it probably was uh boston oh so, boston yeah mm-hmm. that's it, it was, we, at, it was at alpine he, valley boston yeah. did you hear the story about the replacement singer from boston no the lead singer quit and then i think later he rejoined him and committed suicide so there'll be no reunion with him but he he quit and um there was a guy a dad that worked at home depot that would sing along to recordings and his favorite was boston he would sing to his computer, and his whole family thought he was great. Well, they, unbeknownst to him, sent in tapes to Boston, who was looking for a replacement singer, and they hired the guy, and the guy went on tour with him. It was like a wow. journey story with wow. the guy from the Philippines, street singer. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't hear that one either. Oh, <laughs> after, Steve, after Steve Perry left, <laughs> this guy learned to speak English by, by singing journey songs, and uh, he was singing on the street, and people videotaped him, and Neil Sean got a hold of it, and he sounds just like Steve Perry. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And wow. then there's the, the classic one, which is the uh, was it Iron Maiden. Uh, Judas Priest. Judas Priest. With a guy that was a cover singer. Tribute band. Yeah, yeah. tribute band. And the guy quit, and then they hired this guy. But the tribute that, band hired the, the Judas no, Priest the, guy? The, it was Mark Wahlberg, actually. Yeah, so. but, <laughs> yeah the band hired, you're talking about Judas Priest. I own a business here, and uh, somebody stopped in my office. They wore the bus driver for Judas Priest. Okay. And the guy wanted to know if he could come in on a day that I was off. And I said, sure. And he said, if it, is it all right if I can park the tour bus in front of your office? Nice. And I said, sure, whatever. So the guy came in, and I said, is the band in the bus right now? <laughs> is Jude, it was the reform band with the lead singer, right? And he said, no. Well, actually, before that, I called my brother, and I said, I think Judas Priest is out in front of the office. <laughs> and he said, get him downstairs, and let's jam, because <laughs> we've got some uh, some musical equipment. And then I had to call him later and say Judas Priest wasn't there. They typically would be in the van, but they were going to Canada, 
and they flew ahead of time. So, so you've, you've got an in with Judas Priest. That's a back yes. channel. That's, that's a back channel. That's, 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 that's the a, bus driver. Right. The yeah. bus driver. It's a, yeah, that's right. a back channel. That's a back channel to Judas Priest right there. Open, what did I say? Open lines of communication. That's calling the record company. The, the, yeah, right. The, the back channel. Right, the, the back bus channel driver. is the bus driver. Like yeah. Jerry at the Apple store. Right. That's the back channel. Right. That gets me in with Apple. Bus driver gets me in with Judas exactly. Priest. Maybe we could get, uh, his name's Rob Halford, right? Yes. The singer. He can be our next guest. Probably. I think I call the bus driver. I We're mean, in. I, I don't see why it would be a problem. I have not seen the bus driver in like eight years, but I think. I'm sure you made I quite think, an impression. He might remember you. I think it's possible. He can tell him. I, think I opened my possible. office on a day off. <laughs> you owe me. <laughs> That's right. I could use that against yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Bus driver's a real nice guy. Well, Dave is our guest here today. I want to go back a little bit to the motorcycle thing. How did you get involved with the motorcycle team? I had a, a sports chiropractic practice up in Appleton, Wisconsin. During the time, I was working with a lot of athletes, and I had a Ducati motorcycle, and I found out a guy in Oshkosh worked on these bikes. He was a racer, started working with him. When he got the call to turn pro, uh, he wanted me to come along. He knew I had run a, a bicycle racing team in the, in the 90s. He wanted me to come along and kind of help him out with his interview, and he was meeting the team owner. And I kind of felt bad because the interview became more for what I could bring to the team. Jason ended up racing with us for one race. There was some conflicts there with the crew chief. Jason didn't like delegating or having someone else be the crew chief and there's some I like this conflict. We're gonna get a lot of the Rays are gonna shoot through the roof on this. Keep going. The basis of every good story is there's conflict. Was there a love triangle? Not that I know of. Although 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 that that year we were all stuffed in one condo in a condo. Did was there a camera in there? This is kinda like Big Brother? No, not like that no. Would this ever be on T V or ESPN eight? The Ocho? No, no. We, the Ocho. Uh, our races were on Speed Vision maybe at one point in time. No, but you had a history of racing yourself in that you grew up near Elkhart Lake, which is a famous racetrack in Wisconsin here. So you started racing yourself, didn't you? I did. I raced cars initially. Um, I grew up with an earshot of Road America. You could hear Road America from our house if the wind was blowing the right that's, direction. That's earshot. Yes. That's earshot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to really explain that. <laughs> I mean, earshot, we got it. If I'm kind of sending, it means I'm talking down to you guys. Yes. I don't mean to do that. So, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I, I've been going to the track since I was, like, six, seven years old. My uncle, my cousins. Could you drive before you could walk? They always say that. If you <laughs> yeah. could do yeah. something before you could walk. No, I, I could I could talk before I, was, I could walk. Okay. Was okay. Maybe. But, no, I, I started uh, – I went to the Skip Harbor Racing School, and I raced Formula Fords in the Midwest Series. I – did that by parlaying friendships. Um, oh, nice word. Back nice channels. Back channels. Back channels. <laughs> and then he throws the word parlaying. In yeah, it. right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, did you plan to use that word tonight? I did not, no. I is just, that a word you use in it, everyday language? I try to. I try to use at least that and and, and ambiguous every day. Ambiguous. Uh, I used ambiguous earlier. <laughs> <laughs> What's the fastest you've ever gone? Uh, F2000 probably, and, and a race car, right. I would say 157. I know um, about, 157, about yeah. 157. Yeah, 157, yeah. I do know I, I, I had an R1 motorcycle, Yamaha R1, where I did see 179. Why has the Indy 500 shrunk in the eyes of the public? When I was a kid, that was one of five or six events in the year, you know, World Series. Uh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Now, 
people really don't know about, don't talk about. I don't know who won. The big thing was the division. It was called Kart back then, the IndyCars. That's when you had the Fittipaldi's and the Andretti's and the Unser's and the Mears were still, and those were all household names back then. Well, they had the split, and but you had two series kind of competing for the same fan base. Mm. It diluted the product. Did NASCAR sort of take that opportunity to say, like, oh, well, you're losing your fan base. We'll yeah. take it. These, uh, these <laughs> no, very true, true. I mean, with NASCAR, too, they, be, they play up the driver as a personality. Yeah. People said they WWE'd it then, too, where they sure. had these contrived dramas. Right. You had the Bush brothers that everybody hates. You had Jeff Gordon, which everybody hates. And you had, you had your favorite ri- driver, but you also had someone you hated, too. Sure. So you then had that emotional aspect. I think our listeners, there's somebody they should choose to hate if, of, <laughs> right. of the three of us. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And, and maybe the first week isn't the best week to choose. I'm but, fine you know, with it. I would, I would choose the guest. Because, <laughs> he's, he's, he's gone. Dis- he's yeah, disposable. Right. <laughs> That's true. If there's someone to hate, it's him. Because I won't but, be here next week. <laughs> well, as far as you know. We right. don't know yet. But the reason you need somebody to hate is because you need one of those stickers that's peeing on somebody. Right. Yes. right? Those stickers don't, you can't just put random names under those stickers that they're peeing on. Right. Exactly. You have to have Calvin peeing on Exactly. Somebody. And so maybe if we start a web store, we'll get some type of caricature of Dave. And then if there's some type sure. of urination logo sure. you want, right. you can, we, we can set that up design their own. For a small fee. Mark, you, could use, because you could use Squarespace and design this thing. We're talking sports here. Here's something new to worry about. Chlorine. I don't know if, if you guys have heard about this. If people urinate in a chlorinated pool, the ammonia reacts with the chlorine and creates a thin layer of this ammonia gas right at the top of the water. And so when you're swimming and you're doing a lot of laps over the course of weeks and months and years, you can develop what's called swimmer's lung as a result of this poisonous gas that develops because people urinate in pools. Wow, interesting. I was just uh, reading a little article about how chlorine really doesn't do anything for urine. In fact, the, they said that the, the pool smell that you smell, which I don't, I don't know if I buy this. Is urine? Is, is, is the urine and the chlorine mixed together. It never goes away. Yeah, I used to have a fondness for that smell. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. I, I see some... Potential here for a PSA, a talking yes. about pool pee. Right. The more right. you know. Right. The <laughs> more you know. <laughs> Have you seen that, that hmm. straw? That uh, Life straw. Life straw? Yeah. Where they just put it in like an uh, infested pool and you can drink right oh, out of it? Oh, I've, I've heard of that. Yeah. What the yeah. hell is that? How, that's, yeah, you, can go, you can go up to the most gnarliest puddle yeah. in the road and... Stick the life straw in there. What? That's another potential sponsor now. Yeah, um, right. life, I, I, life I straw. I don't know that anybody's going to be. Uh, some of the conversations we've had, I don't know that they're going to be so excited about sponsoring <laughs> us. But you know, it's, it might be. And and you know, the other thing I heard of, which is not so, um, uh, let's say, uh, world changing, but they have this thing. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm wrong. But I'll, I'll tell you what it is. It's a water bottle, and you put water in it. Have you heard of this? You don't know yet because I didn't tell you what it is. <laughs> So, so you're nodding like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, don't so nod, it, Dave. It, it, it doesn't transfer well yeah, over to it, it, so, it, so an, yeah. an audio medium. It doesn't really transfer over very well. Don't nod when you don't mean it, all right? <laughs> so, so you have this water bottle, and it emits a scent. And what it does is it makes the water taste. It fools your brain into making it taste like apple juice, lemonade, cola. They got like six or seven of them. Yeah. It's one of these uh, Kickstarter things. Sure. And uh, it's coming out in June. I, so you stick that with the straw and now you really got something. <laughs> now, the one I was thinking of is I saw in their Kickstarter project where it was a water bottle 
that would pull the water out of the actual air as you're cycling okay. and then condense it in this bottle. You can now have basically pure water, deionized water to drink as you're bike- biking. I saw an invention like that in the desert. It wasn't a bottle, but it was like a whole plant, I guess, where mm-hmm. they can take water in the desert. They can still take water out of the air. I mean, mm-hmm. this is just unbelievable things that you see. I mean, it's it's the Facebook on the Facebook. <laughs> it's all over the place. You got the. I want to I want to go in a completely different direction here, a little bit. Global warming. They're talking about the ice caps melting. Yep. So I've got two ideas. One, desalinization. Right yep. now, this is not my idea. But is that there will be? No, it's not my idea. But <laughs> you should patent that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good. They're onto something here. But you know, they talk about flooding, right? If somebody comes up with an idea, a cost-effective way to desalinate a bunch of seawater, and then the second idea, dredging the ocean. Can they go down there? Make dredge, it deeper. Yeah, make it deeper. Sure, sure. And take some of that ocean land and put it up on the land. Land. Sure. Why not? Why not? Yeah, why not? Sure. Sure. It's a drop in the bucket. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, come on. You know, when push it, comes to shove, yeah. these are the things that I will also sure. do. But if, if everybody, you know, if, if every country every ship, agrees, well, if every ship that's in the ocean has just got one of these big things bucket. that just goes to a bucket that's yeah. attached to their ship, right? And they just start pulling stuff up. I mean, it should be mandatory. Yeah. I think. <laughs> what? What about this? What about just drill one hole in the middle, way down? Yeah. Yeah, like a drain. Cooling yeah. the cooling yes. the core. I don't know what would that do. Cooling the well, core. Well, I don't know if you want to go all the way that far. <laughs> <laughs> but what about those fish that glow underwater? There's probably like a club that loves those things, and they're right. like, "Don't be messing with that habitat. Don't drill the hole. Don't drill the hole. <laughs> don't drill the hole." Yeah. Lantern fish before profit. <laughs> yeah. Lantern yeah. fish before profit. <laughs> Not here. Yeah. All about the money. They're gonna figure it out. They'll figure it out somehow. I don't know. I just brought this to a complete halt. But, but you know, you know, uh, the other thing I, I always think about nuclear waste. Yep. Right. Why aren't we shooting it into space? Shoot it at a star. It's going to go and disintegrate it. Now, I know. A, I know what the, the same answer stuff is. It's made of anyway. I mean, yeah, it's, a, I, it's a fusion product anyway. Sure. I, and I know what the answer is. People are going to be scared, understandably so. But people are going to be scared about an accident with the, yes. with the, on the launch pad or on the you know, rocket right. blows up or something. I, I get that. But but it's it's not. Do you I'm really get it? I, I get it? I, I, mean, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. People, but come on. I mean, it sounds like you're being dismissive of these. I people. am. I am. To be honest, it I'm is rocket science. I, I'm trying to get everybody involved in our audience. You know, yeah. but uh, but I do dismiss those people in general. No. <laughs> so yeah. No, I, I agree with you, but I'm uh, repulsed by your idea. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'm the one to get. Now Jim's the enemy of the, of the show. <laughs> That's right. How about how about this? The holes I'm talking about digging in the ocean. Put the stuff in there. Ah, in the ocean. <laughs> that, that, there will be no problem with that. No, yeah. I, I think they've actually Any tried sponsor that is just thinking right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? Let's just keep talking about stuff I have no idea. We talk about a lot of things I have no idea. So uh, that's just add this that's to the life. List. Always, yeah. always act like you, you know, you know confidence. Yeah, 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 confidence. Yeah, yeah. Rock confidence solid. in showing up for is ninety nine percent of the job, right? Right. There. In yeah. fact, I heard. What's the other one percent? Perspiration. Perspiration. Inspiration. Inspiration. <laughs> the other one percent of the dentists who can <laughs> recommend the gum. Right. <laughs> the ninety nine percent. Right. When they say ninety nine percent is what? Showing up and being on time, or whatever they say, being on time, showing up, <laughs> or whatever they say. It's ninety-nine percent is something. I, I, I think thirty-seven percent is showing up on time. Yeah, I'll still be no math tonight, and we're not we're doing math. So anyway, I want to wrap things up, but first, here at the Bait and Switch podcast from the Bait and Switch Studios here, I got to say it a little slower. Bait and Switch. I want to give you some information how to contact us here. 
I didn't know we had contact information. I'll it's always good to have contact. Yeah, you yeah. want to have the okay, feedback. I, I, you want to interact. I'm going to write this down. Interact <laughs> with, the, with the people that are out there. Sure. Okay. There is no actual way to contact us. Well, that's that then. That's it. <laughs> I was thinking about a fax line or like a P.O. box. Sure, sure. Yeah. Carrier pigeon. Right, right. Yeah, P.O. I like box. That. I like that. Don't uh, bother trying to contact us through social media like uh, Twitter or Facebook. We don't have those accounts set up. Nope. Now, uh, that being said, I do have my phone on, and we have received our first message. Oh, great. All right. It says, uh, I love your podcast. Oh, oh okay. Keep well, up the good work. appreciate that. Keep up well done. the good work. Don't be alarmed. I took the liberty to set up your podcast as an LLC using LegalZoom. Oh, oh, really? LegalZoom. It came full circle. It's quick and convenient, they said. <laughs> I've heard yes. that. Also, I set up a website for your podcast using Squarespace.com. Squarespace, you don't say. They said it's a breeze to use, and they would recommend it to their friends. As, as would I. Absolutely. Also, uh, the knock on the door you might hear is my delivery man bringing over a meal freshly cooked using Blue Apron. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to that. It says, I hope you enjoy this exotic dish. It was very easy to prepare. Blue Apron, you say? Well, Dave, it's been a pleasure here. Yeah, Dave, uh, thanks for coming. Yeah, I appreciate it. Good to be had. Let me just tell one last story, which I probably wasn't going to tell, but I'll tell now, which is when I first came up with this idea, I talked to Jim, and Jim said yes immediately. And I thought, we need a guest. And my very first thought was Dave. I called Dave, and no sooner had the words left my mouth than Dave said, sure. Sounds like a great idea. Just like all of our listeners, probably. Exactly. I, I really appreciate the opportunity to be the very first uh, guest in, on, on the Bait and Switch podcast. All right, once again, thank you for listening to the first episode of the Bait and Switch podcast. We hope there is a second. Yes, nope. Dave. Your name is? Oh, my name is Chris Beyer. Jim Martin. And, and I'm the guest, David Bowl. David Bowl, and we will see you next time. Thank you very much. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast when we talk to Mark Ryder, our expert on climate change. He's confident he has the answer. And I certainly don't have the answer. We brought, we brought you here, we brought you here tonight. Well, I will do what are you doing here? <laughs>